Welcome to the Just Be Real Sis podcast. I'm Dr. Angela. And I'm Candace. We believe that women can win together. We live boldly. We live authentically. We live unapologetically. And we encourage you to do the same. We understand the need for real conversations with diverse perspectives because we are more alike than we are different. We know that inclusion and honesty are our superpowers. The only requirement to join us. Just be real, sis. Welcome back to Just Be Real, sis. Hey, sis. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm still coming off our last episode. It was amazing. So good. We talked about still here after so many struggles and pandemic and all of that. So I'm really excited to get to the continuation, really, of that conversation today. Yeah. So if you guys have not listened to our last episode, please stop what you're doing. Go back and do that today. Um, and it's really in perfect alignment with our guest that we have today. I'm super excited. Um, are you excited about who we have today? So we've been in anticipation for quite some time. Uh, we can't wait for you to meet our guest today. Um, and so I guess we just should just start by introducing her. Absolutely. So I'll do that. Our guest today on the Just Be Real Sis podcast is none other than Gwen Osborne. In a word, she is a powerhouse. Gwen is the CEO of Low Malik Skincare a one-step regimen for busy women who crave luxurious skincare. Gwen has enjoyed a successful career in the modeling industry on the runway, in print, in commercials, transitioning ultimately into a spokesmodel on the television game show, The Price is Right. Uh, So here's something that I didn't know that I recently learned. Uh, She gained the historical accolade of being the longest running woman of color to work on a daytime game show. So that's amazing. Gwen is an accomplished actress with multiple movies to her credit, including the most recent role in the feature film Wonder Woman 1984. Committed to celebrating the Wonder Women of the world, she launched her own podcast called Tea with Gwen. The premise of the show is to teach women (laughs) how to sustain and maintain in today's busy world from the perspective of mind, body, and soul. Most recently, Gwen furthered her commitment to women and wellness by becoming a certified mindfulness practitioner. Gwen balances many talents of being a mom of three and a friend to many. Please welcome Gwen Osborne. Oh, hi. Oh, that was so sweet. Thank you very much. Hi, ladies. Oh, thank you. What a beautiful entrance into your show. Thank you. Yes. I'm honored. Welcome, Gwen, and women of the world, Wonder Women of the World, and we have the world behind us. You do have the world behind you. <laughs> thank you so idea. much. Thank you so much for joining us today. And, um, You know, we really want to talk about the things that we've been talking about from each episode. Um, Again, perfect alignment with you um, after listening to your podcast and really getting to know you. Wow, just the work that you've done and um, some of the things that Just Be Real Sis that we often talk about is that we believe that collaboration over competition is so much more than a hashtag. And we live that life. And we sh- I know that you share in our belief that you can collaborate without competition. And what advice would you share with our guests on why you think this is so important? Well, first of all, your podcast is called Just Be Real, Sis, which I love because one of the, the, the I don't know, learning lessons I like to teach is facing your truth. So it's the same thing. You know, it's like we really have to be real, face our truth and own up to see it first. Right. See if we can take it in and really like humble ourselves with what that is 
and then be able to talk about it. Um, collaborating with people to me is magical. Um, knowing your own worth is the start of that, which is also about facing your truth, right? Because then you gotta know your weaknesses too. So knowing your weaknesses make you go, oh, well, if their strengths are part of my weaknesses, then we get together and it's like, oh, we got me good. So <laughs> I think that especially with women, we all need to learn to do that with each other because everybody's so unique. You know, there's no other you, Angela. There's no other you, Candice. There's no other me. So us together, it's just, I mean, look at that world behind you, you know? Magic. Magical. Yeah. So I love that answer. Um, and so you were talking about just how women come together and it's like this puzzle piece, right? Between what you do well, what we do well, we come together in this very special space. I really wanted to emphasize the importance of positive energy and attractive positive energy. And I started thinking about how we all met. And so I wanted to talk about that just briefly, how we all connected. So I really looked back and I said, well, Initially, it was on social media that you and I connected all the yeah. way in 2018. Yeah, it had been that long. Wow! But then the pandemic hit, right? And that's really when we started to connect more regularly, and there was just this automatic attraction of good energy. And then we had the chance to visit, and yes. Candace came, um, and we were able to share in your podcast. So, just talk a little bit about the importance of attracting positive energy and how important that is? Well, it starts with yourself. So, you know, really evaluating yourself at the beginning of the day. And I always talk about waking up, having gratitude, having movement and meditation and that so that you can really center yourself. You have to give yourself that time. And as a mother, I mean, I've, ooh, I've been every kind of mother, I feel like at this point, I'm not a dog mom, I'm a dog grandmom. I can't believe I said that. I'm a god mom, you know, so it's like, no, but no matter what, nobody's going to benefit from my energy in a positive way if mine isn't positive, right? So um, I really feel like making sure that you take that time, whatever it is, sometimes it's seven minutes, you know, I wake up at seven so, and I do seven minutes of, of being sure that I've uh, given myself my affirmations, you know, centered myself with my meditation. I use meditation, don't have to. I know when I was growing up, my mom would put on gospel music, you know? So it's like, whatever that is, um, make sure that you have your positive energy. And I just know, I know that when you do that, you attract it, you know? And my mantra right now is I do not chase, I attract. And I have to check myself all the time. I, oh, I'd be like, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, no. Yeah. <laughs> and it's going to attract itself to me right I'm just going to keep working on my path and my greatnesses and the attraction of what that is is going to come to me and it works it works so since we already have alignment right one of our phrases that we say so often is we don't chase we attract I have it on the t-shirt that's yeah. how much I say it um, and so you should brand seven minutes for self oh I should let look at that. I need to write that down. Put it in my notes. Right write now. that down. Write that down. Seven, seven, minutes minutes for seven. seven is my lucky number. So, all right. Well, there you go. When okay. you said that, it immediately came to mind. Okay. I love that. Thank you. Boom. Yeah. See what collaboration is? Right. <laughs> Uh, so that's um, we every time like I, when we're on the phone, I'll say write that down. Sis. Yeah. That's so good. Write that down. Uh, so you have to, 
keep a pen handy. And hopefully our listeners, you have your pens out because again, um, I, I know you're in for a treat just to hear some of the successes. And Gwen, you just mentioned this, you talked about, um, you know, you've been successful in many areas of your life. And if you could share with us, talk to us about what's been one of your greatest triumphs, but also one of your greatest challenges this far. Who, what? <laughs> right? Try to narrow it just down. One or two, right? Um, I'm, I'm going to have to say being a teen mom. I'm going to have to, because I feel like a lot of my life lessons in, in hard ways and great ways have come from the determination, the perseverance, the fortitude, um, the self-sacrifice, um, you know, and, and knowing that that was long-term, it was such a huge lesson, you know, learning, I learned about life so much in raising my firstborn, mm-hmm. um, you know, learning how to ignore haters immediately, right? Mm-hmm. And it was in church too. And one of them was my grandmother. And it was like, oh, you're welcome in the church with your belly big like that. I hope you understood that. But yeah, I am. You know why? Because God gifted me. And I know I'm young, but I'm going to do the best I can with this child. And I'm, we're going to create the best life ever. And that was something I made from, I found out I was pregnant and I was like eight weeks. And I said it for myself and I, I knew for me and her, I said, no, this isn't going to be easy. It's me and you, but we're going to do this. I am going to live my life's purpose and fulfill my dreams. And I'm going to help you do yours too. I mean, this is 17 years old. Mm. And I remember like when she turned 21, it was huge for us because I had done it. I want to curse you guys. Can I curse? It's just be real. real Let it fly. (laughs) Fucking did it. She was 21 and from when I was 17 and she was in my belly and I had made that from our, our, our lives, that promise, you know, she was in college. She, you know, she's got, you know, a major degree and two minor degrees and she speaks Chinese and she's talented and she's intelligent and she's, she's just the queen. She's beautiful and she's kind. And, you know, it's like all those things. And, and at the time I was married and it was like, I've, you know, I, I made the choice to choose a great father for her. Now we know I'm divorced now, but he's still a great father for her, you know? And I just feel like I learned the short-term goals of life, the long-term goals of life, how to balance my money, how to take care of myself and her. So I feel like that was what gave me the basic structure for where I'm at today. You know, and I always go back to that. Like, if you did it then, you can bloody well do it now. Like there's no excuses, you know? I I love that. I think for me, just, you know, two takeaways that I just had. One is early on, right? You talked about being a team mom and early on, um, no matter what you're faced with. So when you're faced with adversity, when you're faced with um, challenges, I can remember my own grandmother coming to my first house and just always coming from a place of scarcity. The first thing she said to me was, can you really afford this? Can you afford to be able to pay, you know, your mortgage? And I'll never forget that day. And in in that moment, 
you know, you, you have to make a decision, um, push yourself see what you're made out of. And now you can say you did it. You're there. You can celebrate. Um, so hopefully for all of our listeners, you, you have that as a takeaway, wherever you're at in your life, whatever you're going through, just keep going, just keep going. I just, just had this conversation, like what you just said with a really good friend of mine last night. And we were talking about making those decisions as she was talking, she was saying, I said, you know, you've got to make your decisions out of love rather than fear. And she realized as she was saying what she was saying, that she was saying all these things she was scared about. You know, she said, oh, we were talking about travel. She was like, oh, I would love to travel alone because a friend of ours just did that. She ran off to Antigua for a week. And she said, I would love to, but you know, what about the fear of being known that you're there by yourself? What about it? And I was like, they're all the fears. That's right. Yeah. You're missing out on the love of taking care of yourself and the excitement of discovering a new place. Like think about the love always. And that, like you just said, and you go back to that moment when you talk about your grandmother, Candice, and you say, you know what, even though she said that, I was able to make my choice, my decision. I was able to say, you know what, I see things differently than you. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to do this. And you did it. You know, it's the same thing. Well, here's the thing. People can't give you what they don't have. Right. And so you really have to put things into perspective. But I just made a mental note. Make sure you make decisions out of love and not fear. So I hope our listeners wrote that down as well, because it's a perspective shift. Yeah. And it really frees you from the things that would hold you back. Yeah. So I was really going to ask you about the thing that like drives you, but I think you've covered that <laughs> thus far. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, you've had to, we talk about reinvention. So even beyond your daughter, who I have to pause here and say is a beautiful spirit. We had the pleasure of meeting her and she was phenomenal. Um, not just because of her accolades, but her spirit and her energy was just so warm and so inviting. And that's a testament to you. But yes. outside of, of the children, of course, because we're all mothers. Yeah. What is that thing? And sometimes it's someone telling you that you can't do something that really pushes you to continue to just reinvent yourself over and over again. Thank you, first of all, for the compliment to Monique. And also at that time, there was the fear of still the pandemic going on. So she was really covered up. So for you to have still been able to have received her warmth, thank you. Um, what keeps me, I, I believe that I've always been a spirited person. Um, so I go back to that, you know, I go back to what brings me joy. Um, and I, I help other people when they're feeling low, Find their joy. Um, what do you, did you do when you were a little girl or boy to when you were bored? You know, well, this is why it's important for kids to learn how to be bored, right? Because when they're bored, they find what they really, they start going towards what they really like to do. Um, they, you, and if you watch them as parents, then you get to really see what your child finds joy in. So for me, I go back to that little girl and she was always dancing and acting and singing and teaching her doll stuff and, you know, creating, um, you know, so that, that is my thing. So I go, when I did go into health and wellness, like when I went into health and wellness during the pandemic, it was like, well, this is what I need to sustain what I love to do. I have to take care of my body. 
I love being active. I love feeling healthy. I love being involved in what I do as an actor and a singer. So I've got to take care of my body physically and mentally in order to do that. And yes, the beauty comes. So that's why I say to find the beauty from within, because it doesn't matter how much we do on the outside here if we're not taking care of the inside, right? So that is what I, that fuels me to then go into the things that I love to do, which is getting on the piano or singing a song or doing my scenes. Or, so I just never get bored. I'm like, this feels fun, you know, by myself. So then once I'm doing that, that goes back to the positive energy. I'm attracting all the other people that love this too. You know what I mean? Like, let's do this shit together. Like, this feels good. Doesn't it feel fun? And we can do it and make money, like figure out how to do this and make money that's when you're feeling like I'm in a, a place of joy because I'm not ever feeling like, oh, I gotta get away. You know, I don't, I don't ever feel like that. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, I'm sitting here thinking too, Gwen, about dreaming. And we've all heard if, if your dreams, if they don't scare you, they're not big enough. Um, we've also um, been asked, I, I know I have, you know, what's your superpower, Candace? And I love that question, mm-hmm. but man, wait a minute, let's, let's just stop. You recently, <laughs> like, like we need to just pause here. You recently played a role in the film Wonder Woman, 1984, and you described this opportunity as the realization of a lifelong dream. Can you please tell us how that story of that dream manifested? Well, I think that once again, I've um, I've advocated for women without even realizing it all my life, starting off with being at school in Bath, England, and we were told we couldn't wear trousers with your pants here. And I was like, well, that's weird because our legs are the same as boys and the cold is the same. Right. (laughs) Why do we have to figure out how to wear two pairs of tights and three pairs of socks because our legs are out when it's cold and it's snowing and they get to wear trousers. Right. So 15 years old, 14 years old, I decided I was going to just get a piece of A4 paper and go around the school and ask every girl to write this. One, do you think we should wear trousers or one do you think we shouldn't? Well, of course, every single girl signed yes. Girls from school in St. Mark's Bath, England can now wear trousers at school. Boom, right? Boom, I go on The Price is Right, and I'm like, you know what? Um, Hey, Drew Carey, he comes on after been working with Bob Barker for three years. Um, It's really nice to meet you, but I know that it's possible that we may not work together because I'm pregnant right now. And I know that in the past, women have not been able to stay on the show pregnant. So it's nice to meet you. And he goes, wait, I I have an idea. If you're up for it, Gwendolyn, we can announce your pregnancy. And we can talk about it through the whole time of your pregnancy if you're comfortable with that. And you know, when you're done, you can come back, you can introduce the baby. This was Malloy, who's now 14 years old. And I was like, yes, let's do it. First person who's ever done that on Price is Right. And now every model from then on has been able to have a baby and come back to the show. So yeah, I continue advocating. I honestly don't really remember the question, but I just went on and on. But I hope I answered it. <laughs> But it fits. <laughs> but it was all, it was also dope. Oh, we were yeah. heading towards Wonder Woman. Right. So um, I live my life constantly doing that. So I think that like what we're saying about this, uh, attracting this energy, I live my life constantly being positive, being in what I love. So I was at a funeral. Um, it was called the celebration of life for a, a Wonder Woman in my life. 
And I was just helping with the music. I was doing what I love to do. And Patty Jenkins was actually directing her television show at the time of her passing. She never got to actually see her own TV show be produced. But um, as I'm doing my thing, I wanted to go say thank you to Patty Jenkins just to authentically be like, you are Wonder Woman director and you are directing the story of one of my Wonder Woman lives. I've got to say thank you. I couldn't do it. I never got to do it. But then by the end of it, us leaving, Patty Jenkins approached me and she said, hey, and she taps me on the shoulder. I've been watching you here and I would like to invite you to be one of my elite champion Wonder Amazons in my Wonder Woman 1984 film. And I was like, excuse me, what? Yes! <laughs> with me like I hope you're not doing this to be nice because I, I honestly know that I am capable of doing this so if you really want me to do this let's move forward and so she said absolutely I, I will send you through the process and I had to do an audition and at one of those auditions I had to jump up a wall in a harness and flip and land I have never done that shit before right <laughs> and I just walk in yeah I walk into this acrobat place and they're like yeah just put the harness on and you're just gonna jump around that wall and do a flip and you're gonna land in a marshmallow pose I'm like Yes, yes, I got it. I'm gonna do that. Yeah, I love it. Well, I'm gonna say no and lose my opportunity. Absolutely not. So I did it, you know, and I just kept going. Like, I just kept saying, Yes, I can do this. You know, I have a fear of heights. Nobody asked me that in the audition. But then when we get to the actual filming, oh, we have to jump off 40 foot, I mean, like three story high beams in the sky in these harnesses that these guys are just standing over on the edge, you know, holding the rope. I'm like, mm, okay. You have me like, right. You have me. Trust fall. We're about to do a trust fall. <laughs> did you need water? Anything you need. I got you. But yeah, I, I did it, you know, and, and my kids got to see me do it to overcome that fear. I mean, I just was, I was in that movie. I was on the set with these other elite Amazon athletic women some of them are silver medalists for the olympics for england wow. and i was like gwendolyn you are not just admiring these women you are one of them mm -hmm. so you better see yourself and so i did i came back and i was like right no messing around stop wasting time let's go and that was it so i've been on that path ever since i got to see myself yes. as a real life amazon we like sat back we took a breath like you sure did both of you See, well, like we had to take that in because I was just making mental note of all of the gems just in that it was serving. Right. So you went into this serving with no ulterior motive, simply to serve. Then you led with gratitude. You said, I just want to say thank you to someone who inspires me. And then just bringing that energy into the space you were seeing right? And it was divinely ordained for you. And then you talked about, I just kept saying yes. Yes, That's, afraid. Yes, afraid. Yes, afraid. She was afraid and she still said yes. Yes. So we even jumping up a wall or off of a ledge, you're like, yes, I can do this. Ultimately though, to get to that place where you said, no, I'm not watching this in other people. I am this too. That is huge. Okay. So I that's self-worth, understanding exactly. self-worth and, and understanding that validation is for parking. 
And <laughs> that's one of my favorite quotes. I like that. <laughs> I'm taking that. <laughs> and she walked into that room and wow, when amazing. This, this will definitely be an episode that I go back and listen to. We always um, do. We always do that and, <laughs> and write my own notes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, no, thank you. Um, I wanted to say, what else was it? It was um, having faith. Mm. Have faith. Have faith that you got yourself, that you got you. Yes. You know? Yes, yes, yes. So I'm just imagining you in the room with all of these amazing people, but then realizing that you're one of them too. Mm. We saw the same thing when we came to celebrate tea with Gwen with you. Oh, and I just, just to describe what it was like, we've talked about it many times since then. When you walk into a room, Clearly, you command the space, right? Um, but you command the space for more than what people would believe is the obvious. Like you're stunning. You come in and you smile, but your energy fills a room. And that happened with all of the people, all of the women that we were able to meet that day. So you, from that, you said, okay, I'm going to align with other Wonder Women. Like what was the thing that made you say, I need to get my voice out there. I want to do a podcast myself. I wish this could be a short answer again, you guys, but it's not. It was COVID. <laughs> COVID. When I caught COVID, and I caught COVID right when everybody else who was 42 at the time was dying on television. Remember, there was nothing else on TV except just constant people are dying. And then when I started getting fever and I started, you know, feeling that heaviness on my chest and I was like, no, 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 no. You know, is this really happening? No, you're just being a hypochondriac. Um, no, it was happening and I was really sick. And I got to a point with that sickness where I had to ask myself, what was the last conversation I had with my kids? What if I don't get another one? Mm. You know, what am I leaving here for them? What am I leaving on this earth? What was my message, you know? And I was too scared to go to sleep. I had a great friend with me who watched me sleep so that I could get three hours before we really confirmed that my right lung was filled with fluid and that I needed to be on like multiple medications to get back and really start recovering. So I got through, obviously I'm here today. But that and the meditation was what got me through. And I, I said, right, well, thank you, God very much you you have placed me here for a purpose and reason I am still here to do that so now I know what it feels like to maybe not be here mm-hmm. so now that I am let's go what am I no there's no more excuses I am here what am I what am I fearing because at the point I'm fearing death that everything's going to be gone right well now I've been given life I'm going to take advantage of everything I can with no fear. I'm just sitting here like in awe because we had this full conversation. I'm not going to get emotional, mm. um, okay. but just thinking about if you want to. I was like, it's okay. But I'm just saying like hearing you talk about COVID, that's exactly what it is. So why did we start this podcast? What did we say? Our daughters. So they can hear our voice, yeah. um, our legacy, representation, everything, make our voice matter. Yeah. Uh, make it count yeah. while we're here. Yeah. All of the things yeah. that you just mentioned. Everything. What it was like you were in the conversation with us. Yeah. Like, that's why I was like, 
what? Yeah. <laughs> we were like, what would we want our daughters to know if we weren't here? And so when you go through a health scare, you talk about your right lung, it was my right lung. Like there's so much similarities there. I was a PE mm-hmm. in my right lung and you had fluid. So similar mm-hmm. experiences, right? Mm-hmm. When you get that close, it changes everything. Yes. You don't look at yeah. anything the same way. You don't take anything for granted. So yeah. good for you for getting yeah. your voice out there. It's necessary. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And good for you too. Thank I don't you. think I knew that, that you went through that. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. It really does. Um, you know, when you've got young children and, you know, you wonder how strong you and of an, of an influence you've been to them, if you were going to leave them at that particular age, you want to know that it's going to last for the rest of their lives, you know? And so that does make a difference on how you look at what you're doing in your everyday. The mindfulness is, is just more energetically powerful, I guess, for yourself, you know? It's next level. And it's, it's, I think that's why it's so important to share our stories and we, we share all parts of ourselves. And, you know, mm-hmm. that really makes me think of one of the questions when that I've always probably gotten more than most has been the question from mothers. And the question has always been, you know, talk to me about work-life balance or what I like to uh, term is work-life integration. And some people believe that you can have it all. You just can't have it at the same time. And the question that I have for you is, how have you really been able to balance your career and family without compromising your own dreams and aspirations? Well, there's a lot in that question. Um, First of all, I agree with that statement to do with food, first and foremostly. Okay. (laughs) You can have it all, but just not all at one time, you know? Right. Uh, (laughs) So that can help with your nutrition. Um, (laughs) Moderation, for sure. Moderation, for sure. (laughs) Um, I I feel like I'm constantly trying to figure that out. I never, I, I don't really feel like I've ever gotten to a place of like, hey, I made it, you know? I know how to do life. Um, I feel like that's way too much pressure. Uh, It doesn't work for me. Balance is a constant balancing act. So, uh, and things are always changing. So we can't get uh, stuck on a plan we've made that we see how things should go full circle with work life. I just think that you should make a general idea of what you love and what you like to do and make sure that you are trying to constantly incorporate it all into your life because you'll start feeling like, oh, I'm missing this when you know you're working out a place of love. You know, you're like, oh, I missed, I haven't done that for a while or let me do more of this and less of that. I'm constantly balancing that. It's an everyday thing for me. Um, I think you can do more than we usually think we can based off of being a teen mom and being an entrepreneur 18 and having to you know figure out we didn't have internet the way we do now it sounds crazy we didn't have cell phones you know what I mean like you know I was on rollerblades on Miami Beach with my baby on my back going to castings and auditions and you know like and I would just have my journal I would write out my clients I'd write out my dates that's how I would do it I would make sure I did my follow-ups I you know I was frugal with my money um I just think that you know, take care of your basics in your life and, uh, and I, and take care of your heart. And I feel, feel like the work-life balance will just keep happening, you know? And honestly, 
just taking care of your moments, you know, really being in those moments, being present. And that's very hard when you're being a responsible adult. I don't love adulting. So I don't, I don't love adulting. So I constantly am looking for those moments when I can join in being a goofball with my kids or I can be the goofball and they're telling me to stop that, stop that. I don't care because it's like, they'll remember those moments when it's fun, you know, and that's, that's what matters. Yeah, our children, they, they keep us young, they keep us fresh, they keep us on our toes. And I love what you said about, you know, be where your feet are. And also be able to forgive yourself if your life didn't turn out the way that you thought it was. I think that's always a struggle for so many people. We have this plan. And when things don't go according to plan, um, it scares us. And so if we do what you've been doing, which it sounds like in every situation, you lead with love, then I think we're going to be okay. I really do. Yeah, so absolutely. Be part of the plan, right? Sometimes how dare we limit ourselves with our own plan, mm, right? <laughs> yes. Sometimes not going that direction is what it's all about. Like you never probably would have discovered some of these things. I'm just imagining you in the rollerblades with baby and like, I've got to do this. And thank you for sharing that part of your story because I think people would look at you and they would say, oh, I'm sure she's had it all together her whole life and has never had a struggle and they don't see the process. So like recently you shared something with me and said, people want to engage in the prosperity. They don't want to share in the process. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely all about sharing the process because I want people to know that each person, no matter who you are, everybody has suffering, right? We all have suffering. And if we don't share that the suffering, then we never know how to get through the process. Um, I always want girls more than anything to know, uh, you know, I've been on welfare, you know, I've had, I've had food stamps, you know, when I, same to you, uh, similar to you, Candice, you know, when my mom, we can have an extra five minutes, by the way, when my mom uh, found out, well, she didn't find out, she just knew. I was pregnant and mm. she was like, you're pregnant, aren't you? And I was like, yeah, how do you know? She said, this is what she said. She goes, you know how I knew? You were nicer, you're nicer now than what you are normally. <laughs> she was like, so this baby must have a really good spirit. And it's true, like, it's so true because she's so much nicer than I am. But she said, the first thing was like, you know, it's expensive. Don't yeah. know how you're going to do it, but it's expensive to have a baby. But you did it. But you, did you it. yeah, I did it. So this has just been amazing. I know we are coming close to the time when we have to say goodbye. There's just so much alignment. The conversation has gone so well. So I just want to one final question before we wrap things up, uh, because we want our listeners to know one how to support you, how to find you, and then any parting words of advice that you'd like to leave. Well, you can find me on Instagram um, at it's Gwendolyn, I-T-S Gwendolyn. Um, I'm also on TikTok as Gwendolyn Osborne. And you get to see me and London to our antics on there. Not so much Malloy because he, you know, he's 14. He's just too cool for us. Um, <laughs> but he, yeah. And then um, I'm not really super active on Facebook, but you can find me at Gwendolyn Osborne on there too. Um, other than that, I have a website, which is gwen-osborne.com. Um, and yeah, you guys, I'm, 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 I've got a speech to be presenting to TEDx right now, um, called finding your inner wonder woman. Start looking out for that. And I'm teaching meditation. So I'm doing some retreats where I've already been booked. And so 
if anybody needs a meditation out on their retreats, I'm right here for it. Fantastic. So make sure that you go to Gwen's website, make sure you purchase her skincare. I've had the pleasure of experiencing it myself. It's amazing. Make sure that you subscribe to Tea with Gwen, which is her podcast. Follow her on all platforms. I mean, I guess just to kind of wrap things up, since I'm going to say this, clearly you are phenomenal. Clearly you are a wonder woman, but what really is amazing about you is that you're a great person and you have a great heart and it transcends even virtually. And we were so happy that we got a chance to exchange that energy in real life. So thank you for being you. Thank uh, continue you. to do that in the way that you do it. Um, continue to inspire women and attract great energy. So we appreciate you being here with us today. Thank you. I, I would love to just say for words of advice, I didn't get to say that, I forgot, sorry, um, is face your truth, be kind to your heart, breathe, and go for it anyway. Love it. Love it. That's Thank it. you, Gwen. We appreciate you so <laughs> much. You so much. I'm very honored to be on here. Thanks for inviting me. Absolutely. It's a pleasure. All right. Bye. Bye. Don't forget to subscribe and share so we can grow this movement. If you have show ideas or would like to be considered as a special guest, you can email us at justberealsis at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Just Be Real Sis Podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. As always, remember to serve first, stay encouraged, be kind, and just be real, sis.